For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome back to another episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. It's your favorite podcast host, Ken Clark. And today we got a special guest joining me today. He's a 2022 preseason All-SWAC selection, one of eight JSU Tigers that made that selection for the All-SWAC team here in 2022. We got Mr. Devontae Davis in the building. What's going on, brother? Welcome to Tiger Talk. How you doing? <laughs> What's going on, man? Uh, how's everything going with you, man, in the offseason? How's your... How's your How's the conditioning? How's the, 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 we've been seeing all the videos and everything. You got to come to us and give it to us how you see it. I see it like it, it preparing us for a lot. Like it's preparing us for the season. And yeah. Going to fall camp, I feel like we're ready to attack it. Man, you know, they're going to be gunning for us, man. Everybody saw that, you know, they saw what we did in 2021 and, and uh, everybody got Jackson State circled on their, on their schedule, man. So, Y'all boys, I, it look like y'all ready. I hope y'all ready. I'm, I, I'm saying thirteen and zero. What you saying, man? What you think? Thirteen and zero. We saying, saying thirteen and zero. <laughs> yeah, man. You can't. You know, it, I, I put that out there, but then if I, it, you know, they gonna come after me if we, if we not. So I, I, I don't mind it. You know, they, we, we gonna keep talking. We gonna keep doing it. We, the, uh, it, it, we don't mind being the hunted, man. We gonna go. We gonna do some hunting too, though. So. But anyway, let's jump right into it, man. Tell our listeners and all those that are tuned in, you know, what your classification is. And so, you know, is this your last year at Jackson State? Uh, I graduated in the spring, but I have three more seasons. So oh, man. I'm a, sophomore, I'm a sophomore on the field. Last year was my first year on the field. Wow. So You got to explain that yeah. to me, man. So hold on, hold on. So you graduated, you graduated in the spring or you just graduated uh, this past spring? No, I graduate this spring coming up. Okay, so spring 2023, you're going to walk that stage, and you still got how many seasons left? Because, you know, COVID has kind of changed it for a lot of us, man, with, like, classifications and when, how many uh, seasons you got eligible. So uh, you'll be able to play this year, and then after this year, how many years uh, of football would you have left? I have two more seasons. I have two more seasons after this year. Man, you just got me excited. Because, see, I thought, you know, I thought this was it, man. <laughs> I thought this was it for us, man. Oh man! So you got two years after this. That's 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 outstanding, man. So well, I tell you what. Then, since you graduate in um in April, and no, I say April, April's my birthday, but spring twenty twenty three. Um, what's your major, man? What are you majoring in right now? Um, my major business accounting. Business accounting. So, uh, I, that, that's that sounds like my major. So I was actually in accounting. And then I wound up changing it when I got to my junior year, and I wound up going into business management. So I, I had to get out of that accounting, you know. Uh, so you said business accounting or business? Uh, so you trying yeah, to go business into, accounting? So you won't be a CPA? You won't be what you trying to be when you get done with football, man? Really, like, um, like a a bank a bank teller, or have my own business to where like I can manage more money that's coming in throughout a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what's up, man. I mean, I know uh, you got NFL aspirations, and that's you know that's primary. I think you got a 
a really good chance, man, especially with all the eyes that's going to be on the program. And, you know, you, you really made your, 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 I would say your small splash in 2021. You know, you did enough to get on the all swag team, but see, now you got to expand because now the expectations are there. You know, you got to tell us how it feels to be named to the, you know, the conference preseason all swag team. Tell us what that means to you. Um, it means a lot, to be honest. I ain't expected it because the certain amount of game that I missed, but last year, but then again, it just make it makes me want to work harder because I got another thing that I'm aiming for. And it's not just preseason all swag. I'm going for a defense player of the year. So that's what I'm talking about. I see that, that now you got something to shoot for, man. No, I mean yeah. you, you make a good point. I mean, um, I, I and I'm not saying this because I'm interviewing you, Devontae. I actually reached out to you uh, personally because you're one of my favorite players on the team. Because what I what I liked about what you did was, you know, you um you played last year. Obviously, James Houston, Antoine Owens um was was more. I would say they started most of the season at the D line position. But when you came in. I mean, you came in, you you jumped off the screen, man. You had multiple uh, tackles for loss. You had a few sacks, and it was like when you have that time. One of the things about being at Jackson State is the depth. We got a lot of depth, and I'm pretty sure you can speak a little bit more to that. So when you kind of got those minutes and you got that time in the game, you knew when you got in there, I got to make something happen. And I think that's the thing that really uh, stood out to the uh, to the conference, and that's why they put you on, on the team, man. What do you think about that? Most definitely. It was just it was just in the time and the matter of when like when my name being called, I have to be ready. So when when coach when my coach put me in, he gave me a shot at I had to show him that I can ball in order to keep on playing. It wasn't no nothing finna be given to you and I know it just because like just how I work. Nothing yeah. given to you in life. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, we mentioned two of your previous teammates, man. Shout out to James Houston. You know, he was selected uh, by the Detroit Lions in the sixth round in, in this past year's NFL draft. And even Antoine Owens, man, we saw him playing for the uh, in the USFL, you know, the Philadelphia Stars this spring. Got to the championship game, came up a little short towards the end. I, I had a chance to, to check him out. And uh, shout out to them, you know. Um, so, so with that being said, how does seeing your former teammates, you know, get to that next level, motivate you to get to the next level? In my mind, it motiv- it's a big motivation because, I mean, we were all close. Mm-hmm. Like that's how that's how the D line like communicated. We were all close, and seeing them get to that next level, it puts me even like it has a chip on my shoulder. Yeah. So they can do it. I know I can do it for sure. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And and speaking of, you know, you got a D line coach. And, and, and Coach Jeff Weeks and a, and, a, and a defensive coordinator, Coach Dennis Thurman, who got pretty extensive NFL resumes. You know, what is it like playing under such uh, highly reputable coaches? It really feel good. Like they push, they push me to to they know to where like I'm gonna be that guy on the defensive line. Like they tell me every, they tell me every day that I'm not coming out of the game. Like, I got to get that in my mind that I'm not coming out the game. There you go. So <laughs> when, they, when he told me that, it just it just put a motive in me even more to go get it. Right, 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 right. Now that's what you want to hear, man. You know, I didn't play, um, I didn't play football in in college. I played a little basketball, but like you said, man, anytime your coaches give you that 
the the greatest endorsement, like I said, it makes you want to go out there and and almost run through a wall for them, you know. Now, now in coaches, you know, we can't mention the title coach without mentioning Coach Prime, man. You know what I'm saying? You've been you've been one, but but this is what I wanted to kind of get into, uh, Devontae. And this is why I wanted to talk to you because you were one of the few players left over from the previous regime. You know, a lot of the Tigers that we have on the team now, uh, they come in under Coach Prime and his staff uh, recruiting them. You know, you 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 was in under the previous regime. Speak to us how you know things have changed from your perspective from the time you first arrived as a freshman on campus at Jackson State up until today. In your own words, a lot have changed from like the way we go to way the weight room to way how we attack the field. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, um, like. Certain stuff he just brought up out of, like up out of the program, mm-hmm. and now since from my freshman year, I remember I used to always walk out there doing like when they used to practice because I couldn't practice, mm-hmm. I couldn't go go around the team. So I remember like I used to sit up on the little tin shed that they had on the sideline <laughs> on the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to, uh, and I just used to watch them, and this I forgot his name. It was this older guy, but he always used to tell me, he used to say, um, you going to be out there one day. And when you, he was like, when you get out there, you're like, make the best of it. Yeah. And, and he been just following track, keeping track of me everywhere I go, make everything I do. And when that time came, like when that spring season came and I told him I was on the field, I ain't too much playing that spring season, but I practiced hard because something had happened. But when, the fall season came, I put that aside and I told I told myself that I was gonna go get it. And I had to like I caught Coach Prime I just to see like how he he seen how I work yeah. and he seen that I have a motor. Mm-hmm. So I caught his eye. He called me in his office one day and he was telling me he was like he was telling me how how great I can be if I just put aside all the little things. Mm-hmm. So when I started, when I listened, really listened to him and just started putting out away the little thing, they pushed that motor. Like, I don't want to talk these lines here now. So. There you go. You know, that's right from the horse's mouth, man. I mean, I, my next question was going to be uh, you kind of breaking down how you went from kind of being a spectator over to a more prominent role on the D-line. I think you just kind of explained that. I guess the next thing would be, you know, now that you have that, you know, that moment, you get to seize the moment, right? And um, are, are there ever any moments, you know, we get to see a lot of, uh, we get more footage now from Jackson State football than we've ever gotten. You know, I'm a, I'm a lifetime uh, fan. I'm an alum. I grew up in Jackson, born and raised. And to get this much coverage of Jackson State, you know, where there's a lot of cameras, there's a lot of eyes, there's a lot of people tuned into the program. Is there ever a moment? Where you feel like the cameras and the eyes are too much, or is it overwhelming at any time? Mm. No, I don't because I feel like the more the more the cameras are, the more exposure gonna be out. So that means the more we have to like, what the more we have to produce, the more we have to hunt and grind. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. You feel it'll be able to prepare you for that next level, you know, because once you get to that, that next level is the NFL. It's TV time. It's money time at that point. You think what Coach Prime has put in place, uh, we saw on his um, 
uh, on the Coach Prime docu docu series where there was some some player training with interviews and and teaching you how teaching some of the players how to orate and speak in in front of the camera. I mean that that was just refreshing for us to see. But do you think that all that you're experiencing will prepare you for that next level? Most definitely, yes, sir. It will because when you get to the next level, it's not going to be you. Most definitely going to be around cameras all day. Mm-hmm. From when you train, when you train, going to train the camp, mm-hmm. and especially on the field, it's going to be cameras around. So I feel like that's most definitely preparing, preparing me for the next level. Sweet, sweet. So for you, how has this offseason uh, been in particular for you? You know, uh, speak to us a little bit about some of the things that uh, you wanted to personally improve upon from this, from last season up until this season. What are some things you really wanted to get better at? Getting, okay, getting stronger, mm-hmm. most definitely. That was the first thing. Getting my speed. I had the speed, but I wanted to get faster. So what I, with that being said, I don't, when we do our running, I don't run with the D linemen. I run with like the linebackers and the, mm. um, the edge rush. Nice. So, like if I keep up with them, like there's no other lineman in the sweat there to keep up with me. <laughs> so. I like that. I like that. You know, projecting and thinking ahead. That's smart, man. That's how you do it. Because you know if you can get with the jokers, they're supposed to be faster than you. See, you can push them yeah. and apply a little pressure to them because they they don't want the D linemen out doing them because then you're going to show them up. So that's going to make them work harder. And then, like I said, you're pushing yourself to a, a, a different height. That's smart. I like that a lot, man, you know. Um so, you know, with that being said, you know, you guys got a new strength and conditioning coach. You know, like I said, you've been here for a few years. Uh, coach Mo Sims, um, have you seen a big difference in the offseason preparation versus the previous years? You know, um, speak to about what you've taken from Coach Mo Sims in the time that he's been here with you versus what you've experienced uh, previously. Okay. Um, so now when I first got here, Coach me, he the way he pushed the team, he pushed the team. But like last year it's it was just kinda the strength condition coach was trying to be cool with everyone. And the thing I like mm-hmm. about Coach Mo, it just he like he'll tell you in the locker room, like I remember I caught a cramp. I thought we were scratching, I caught a cramp. He looked at me and said, Nobody cares. <laughs> so and, at that time he really looked at me and said, nobody cares. So at that time, I just knew that he's a good strength and condition coach, and he going to push you to the point. He going to push you because he wants you to be great. Yeah. And then he'll tell you himself that if if you don't see it, nobody will see it. So when he told me that nobody cares, I just had to fight that cramp out and script. It mm. was in a in, in weight lift. And... It was just, it was just like that. When he said that, I said, "Yeah, he, he, he gonna get me right. He gonna get me right." <laughs> I like that. I like that, man. We, uh, I, we also, you know, saw something that man we ain't seen in a long time. You know, I, maybe it had happened in the past, but just us as fans and supporters of the program, man, we saw y'all hitting them stairs at that vet, man. Now the vet is big. For those that don't know, we're talking 60-plus thousand. We always talking about the stadium. and But, boy, when we saw y'all running them stadiums, hey, listen, 
a walk from the parking lot to your seat is already a, enough walking when, if you if you ain't you know in conditioning you know decent conditioning right, right. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your experience how you feel man how you feel about them stairs at that vet man talk to us about it but well, the first time that we ran it um I, they wanted to see who go pass like not pass out but <laughs> give up yeah. <laughs> they wanted to see who gonna give up yeah and for my first time running those bleachers I ain't give up to like I ain't give up at all. Mm. I think on the last one I couldn't go up because my cord that my cord caught a cramp. But I still finished. I still yeah. finished. But it's it's worth it. it I yeah. feel like it's worth it's worth it a lot. Man, I I ain't no anatomy expert, but I, when you say quad, that's the front side of your thighs right there. That's that's right above your knees. If you caught a cramp yeah. in your quads, man, you was doing some hauling. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> you was doing some running. <laughs> Usually when people catch cramps, it's either in the calf, maybe in the hamstring area, you know what I mean, a foot, but you caught them in your quads. Woo. Yeah, my quad. Man, that was and intense. Everybody can say, and everybody can say, when we got done, when we got done with no bleachers or with the stadium, we came back. We was on the bus. We came back. Nobody was talking. Everybody <laughs> laid out. Everybody laid out. Like, everybody. We got out the bus. We got out the bus. Folks saying they lid shaking. Like, two days after, we come back to practice. They were like, bro, my lid still hurt. I was like, man. It go help. It go help us in the long run. Absolutely. I I, I think uh, we saw a clip re- previously of uh, of Coach Tim Brewster. He was a uh, he come on the show. Uh, he was actually our first uh, video uh, show that we did uh, for the podcast. And shout out to Coach Brew. But like he said in that clip, he said, "Listen, you win the game. This is where the game is won. Right here at practice, man. It ain't it ain't won. And when you get to the game, you know you now you got to go execute." But that conditioning is the thing that's going to separate the, the the good from the great, you know. And it, it's going to, um, you know, that's how you finish. And we'll we'll, we'll leave it at finish because we're gonna we're gonna get into something in a minute in regarding to that word finish. But before we do that, uh, with all the conditioning you've done this off season, you know, what are your current measurables? You know, what's your what's your, what's your height and weight for those that are are into uh, those type of metrics? I'm six two, two ninety five. I haven't did. Um, my 40 yet, but it gonna be good. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> we see a four some, huh? Yeah, four, four seven, four Ooh. six around there. Ooh, so you, you, you moving? That's what you're saying, huh? I, I like it. I yeah. like it. So the the reality yeah. of the matter is, you got to be able to get from sideline. You got to be able to hit them trenches, get get to the ball from sideline to sideline, man. So I'm gonna be looking, man. I'm looking for 97 out there. For those that don't know, he went number 97. So we got to see how fast 97 is getting from from one side of the field to the other. And I know you're gonna do your thing, man. But more importantly, man, get to the quarterback. I like sacks. Oh. I like them sacks, man, and tackles for losses. That's, you know, that's where you make that's, that's where you make your money at, right? <laughs> I aim for twelve. Twelve. Twelve this year. Twelve. Okay. That's that's doable. That's doable. I, I believe you can do it. Coach Prime made a statement over at the uh, Swag Media Day. He said we got you know people. We gonna miss James Houston. You know James the problem Houston and uh, he's like we got four of them this year. We got four four players that he feel that could really get to the quarterback and and make some some noise in that backfield, man. So that's exciting for those of us that are looking forward to 
the dark side defense, man. Right? Now, yes, sir. now that we said <laughs> that, we got to dive right into the obvious. We talked about finishing. You know, we want to mention the Celebration Bowl loss to South Carolina State. It was painful. You hear me? It was painful. I was right there in Atlanta. You know, that was a tough one. You know, but what I want to ask you, though, is uh, what is your overall thoughts of the Celebration Bowl experience and the, and the outcome? You know, how, how did that – give us your, your take on that. Mm, I feel as, like, much as we wasn't, we wasn't clicked in together and focused as a team. Okay. So, with the first drive being – the first drive – when they went down and they we four and out of them and they came back and made us turn over the ball and they scored, then we came back and scored. But when they just scored two more times, I feel like our team just we ain't give up, but they just we just hit our head low. Okay. For some reason. But that what I feel like most of it, like we wasn't all focused. Um, like that game, and that's a, it's a couple more players feel the same way, but this year it's going to be totally different. Totally I believe different. it. I believe it. Let me ask you this though, and this is something that just you made me think about. So, do you feel like winning the swack might have made some of the players satisfied? Because you know, once you win that chip, you know, I know there's a chance to get to that next level. To you got to win to get to the Celebration Bowl. Do you think maybe that was some, I would say, for lack of better terms, maybe some satisfaction that had occurred with that SWAC championship so that once we get down, we kind of, eh. I feel like for some of the the old players that have been here since, like, for a minute, I feel like that was a satisfaction to them because, you know, and it's been a minute since Jack State won the SWAC title. Right, right. And to go down there in Atlanta, I mean, it was a big old, it's a big moment. Mm-hmm. And I guess that wasn't, everybody wasn't ready for that big of a moment. Okay. That's respectable. But uh, one last thing in regards to the Celebration Bowl, you know, we knew how Coach Prime has answered that question, you know, but I wanted to, wanted to take, you know, more of a player's perspective, you know, have any of your teammates use that, so any of your returning teammates use that loss in the Celebration Bowl, you think, as motivation into the offseason? Because, you know, you finish the season with a bad taste in your mouth. Do you see that that bad taste is kind of used that for some fuel? Because, you know, the great ones always say they look for something to, to motivate them. Every day they're trying to get better, 1% every day, right? You know, yes. speak to us 2%. a little bit about maybe what – 2%. Hey, hey, I, I like that. Keep going. Go ahead and speak on it. <laughs> Two percent better. Like if you get one percent better, that means you just not you just coasting through the day. Oh. When you get two percent better, you you leaving it all on the field and most of. You know what? You just helped me in my professional life, man. I'm gonna take that to work tomorrow instead of trying to be one percent better than yesterday. I'm gonna because now if I I've been getting one percent better every day, I'm just it, it sounds like to me it's just business as usual but if i go two percent that's a little bit okay i like that i like that see yeah 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 see i appreciate that i appreciate that <laughs> but anyway moving on we we we're we gonna we're gonna flush 2021 down the drain and we're gonna get on we, we're getting ready for the 2022 season we're right about a month away from our first game to that much anticipated rematch with fam you down in miami the orange blossom classic 
You know, they've they been talking about recruiting. They talked about we only beat them by one point. You know, they felt like they could have beat us at the end of the – if we would have played that game at the end of the season, we would have got them. Whole lot of smack talking, right? Tell us in yeah, your own yeah. words, man, what's your thoughts in, about that particular matchup, matchup with FAMU this season? To me and my yeah. teammates, I feel like it's going to be totally different. Like, we aim – the defense especially aiming for them not to score. Mm. That's everybody in the season. I like that. So – when we aiming for that, we go by and then by me being like a team, a team leader and a like one of the captains on the defense, it just everybody gotta come together and know their role in the game and know what they doing. Right. So if everybody doing that and the defense flying to the ball, I don't think they'll score. I like that. I mean, we held them to just six points. They didn't score a touchdown in 2022, 2021. So I don't, I, I want them to leave with a goose egg. I tell everybody, JSU by two tugs. At first I said 21, but I'm like, you know what? I, I'll be, I'll be nice. I'll say JSU by two tugs. But based off your, that, that sounds like a 14-0 win based off of your, your assessment of the game. And, but I, you know what? Let Zoe tell it. You know, Zoe, Zoe's our other uh, podcast uh, uh, compadre. Zoe said, we're going to put 40 on them. I listen. My thing was, I said this going into last season. I was like, I don't care if we win by one point, just win. That was my mentality because this was the first game of the season, full season under Coach Prime. And when we won by one, I was like, all right, I'll take it. Whatever. <laughs> but like, I like, I like yeah. the mentality. You guys had, I, I want to say the defense averaged. Not counting that South Carolina State game, uh, I think going into that game, we finished the season right around 14, 13, 14 points a game that we had given up for the year, which is phenomenal. Uh, so, you know, you guys having a goal of getting better than that, you know, is just even better, man. We we love it. We love to see – we we, we want to see a lot of goose eggs this year on the opposing team. That's what we hope for. But outside of that game, are there any other games on this, this 2022 season that you might got circled or that you're looking forward to playing in? Oh. Um. I'm really looking forward to playing all of them, but October the eighth. I uh, see. I'll be down there. See, see, <laughs> <laughs> see. I, you ain't. Go ahead, go ahead. I already knew. I knew you was gonna say it. Go ahead. Okay, that's where I'm from. My grandma Alabama. Um. Okay, and there's like a lot of folks from my city and from my surrounding area. Matter of fact, my cousin play running back, and oh, he wow. got a, he got. A, he texted me this morning about it was like somebody made a post and said, um, them boys really scared of their shoot for a home time. They was like, they gotta be a fool mm-hmm. after we did what we did to AM. Yeah. So he got on the post and said, It was like, Oh, you must have seen when they when they came down here that spring season. Mm. So I had to tell him, he know that spring season was a fluke. That was So he was like, we got to see what goes on when we come down there. So it's going to be a good game just because we both from, like, it's our area. And just because we both on the field, it's going to be fun, most definitely. Yeah. Man, you know, for our listeners and those that are tuned in, you know, like Devontae stated, from in a hometown, Union Springs, if you know anywhere, know about Alabama, that's right down the street from Alabama State. 
You know, he's right in their backyard. And, and listen, listen, last time a school scheduled Jackson State for their homecoming in Alabama, it was a, it was a shellacking. That's all I'm going to say. 61-15 to be exact. Alabama A&M, but we ain't going to say no names. <laughs> but listen, I thought I thought that was uh, – so one thing I will say, you know, uh, I'm going to mention Zoe again. He, like I said, he, he's my uh, partner in crime with the podcast. He had a chance to go to that game, Devontae, when we played in the spring – and he talked about how rowdy that game was. He, he gave kudos to the Alabama State student section because, you know, there's that video when we walked down. I think the team walked down in the tunnel and they was they got rowdy. Y'all was y'all was pumped up. Yeah, yeah. And that, that was hype. I, I watched that video a lot, man. <laughs> that was it hey, was, but I like I love them uniforms, man. I love the uniforms, the way they had the, you know, the, the I think we I think we rocked the, the white helmet, white jersey, red pants, I think. That game, yeah, it was yeah. uh, that was fly, but I felt like we had control of that game up until uh, we let Ezra Ezra Gray break loose on a couple of runs. Man, that was just that was just heartbreakers. And I, uh, outside of that, you know, but we moving right along, man. We it's gonna be a different story when we come back to the gump. You know, for although they they yeah. gonna talk that smack, man. They they it is what it is. But anyway, <laughs> but we're going to keep it right over in Alabama. You know, that won't be the only game that you'll get to play in your home state. You know, you uh, you get to play down in Mobile this year. We're going to go and play Alabama and them down at the uh, Gulf Coast Classic down in Mobile. It's only about a three-hour journey from, from your hometown, man. And uh, I'm pretty sure your family will get a chance to come down there and, uh, and see you as well. What you think about that that game, playing down there in Mobile? This has been my first game. That's been my first time playing the mobile, like okay. in life. Nice. So I feel like in that stadium, it you know you got to get to get used to the stadium as you going in. But I yeah. feel like they're gonna be a game that we um looking forward to playing, just because it's in mobile and we're gonna have fun. Hey man, uh, 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 I, 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 I'm looking forward to that game. Shout out to our one of our Hall of Famers, Doctor Doom, Robert Brazil. You know he's from Mobile, Alabama. Uh, Might have had something to do with getting that game played out there, you know. And uh, I think I think that you're gonna see Jackson State very well represented with our alumni chapter down there in, in Mobile. That's gonna be uh, uh, really putting on a, a a showcase for that game. So. You know, I I would have rather played it in in Jackson, but whatever. You know, we we gonna roll on, roll right along with it. Go down in Mobile, do what we come to do. Matter of fact, it's gonna be Jackson Mobile, uh, Jackson. What we call it, Jackson South. We gonna take over Mobile, man, and we are gonna go down there and try to dominate Alabama and them again. <laughs> but anyway, in regards to your family, I'm sure they are gonna make as many games as they can. But even if they uh, are not able to, man, Jackson State get uh we um after Swag Media Day, we saw that Jackson State is gonna have ten ten games on TV this season, you know, and uh, I, I expect that Tennessee state game in the Southern heritage classic to be some on somebody's TV as well. Um, but when you got that kind of eyes, you got people from all over the world watching you, you know, how does that make you feel that you know that you're going to be on somebody's TV every single Saturday that you suit up for them tigers this year? It's, it really made me feel good just because, I'm not used to playing on TV. Like my <laughs> high school, we didn't play on TV. Only the, only time you seen us on TV was if it was on the news or it was a, like a recap of our homecoming. Yeah, and our homecoming was kind of big. So by me playing on TV, that gonna mean a lot. Like folks tell folks tell me folks used to snap me every every Saturday. 
oh, well, I see you, I see you. <laughs> so, yeah. And I told, and I had, and I had this quote like on my locker. It was like, um, last year I put it up there. It said, "Mama, your boy on TV now." So when I sent her that, and she can be able to watch the game, uh-huh. it just that's a win for me. There you go. But I want to do it like, even more. Man, I tell you, I you know what? Um, well, we're going to say it like this. Since we said we're going to go 13 and 0, we're going to have 13 games on TV this year. You know, we're going to get the SWAC championship game on TV, which is going to be on ESPN again. And then we're going to get the celebration bowl on TV again. So, man, look, I, I all of them going to be on TV. So that's, that's, uh, that's pretty impressive, man. So, uh, shout out to, to the, everybody that, you know, had a hand in making that happen. I'm excited about it. And, and definitely I hope to be at as many games as I possibly can. So, uh, my goal is to be in person. Uh, may not make every single one of them, but if I if I get to twelve and, and not thirteen, I'm happy with that. But uh, anywho, uh, we always like to ask players whenever we bring them on the show uh, for player comparisons, you know, um, and who they may pattern their game after. You know, I want to ask you which NFL player, uh, current or past, would you say that you resemble in your game the most? And um, ah, the goat. <laughs> the other day in practice, I told them, I said, when that big time play come, y'all remember that that little thing Aaron Donald did at the end, like when he went to point at his finger? Yes, sir. I told him, there go be me. And I got this quote to where, like, when Curry did it, and then when Aaron, when Aaron Donald did it, I got this picture in front of my phone where they both did it, and they're going to be like, I'm going to be the third to do it. <laughs> Hey, because I was going, you took the words out of my mouth, man. When you said Aaron Donald, I was like, a lot of people think that Curry was the one that come up with that. You know, now he did it in the third quarter when he was, they had a comfortable lead and that was pretty, that's pretty bold. But, you know, when Aaron Donald made that play, oh man, I mean, I I feel like he should, now, now, let me say it this way. Cooper Cup had a phenomenal game in the Super Bowl. A lot of people felt like Aaron Donald should have got MVP though. Because if you go back and look at that play, Joe Burrow had a wide open wide receiver, but he didn't have time to throw it to him because he they, they he checked. I think he checked at the line, and the the, the DB slipped. I think Jalen Ramsey slipped. It, it might have been Jalen Ramsey, but whoever was checking, he slipped, and Burrow missed him because Aaron Donald was. Hey, he he got back there, man. He got back there, and when he sacked him, hey, he was like, "Ring me, <laughs> ring me, baby." But um, I don't know if you've seen that ring, man. That ring, that thing was, Hell. woo. Hey, man, you know. On the side of his ring, it say, um, it got his name, then it got DC or something like that up under. But it hard. It hard. That's what's up, man. Well, look, as we get ready to close this out, you know, I, I, I'm pretty sure you've already said it already, but I want to close it out with asking you, Couple of questions. What is your expectation for the twenty? Your realistic expectation for the twenty twenty two season? Okay. Um, stay injury free. Okay. Um, produce as like be a be a good teammate to where I'm not just trying to be all like not just being in the play, but I'm gonna be around the play, mm-hmm. making sure. All the defensive line knows what they got going on and knows what they're doing. Um, being a better spokesperson to like where on the field, I'm talking a little bit more than last year. Okay. 
Um, <clears throat> and I'm sure for a defensive player of the year. I like that, man. That's a that's a that's definitely a doable goal. I know there's gonna be a lot coming for it. You know, um, you got a teammate that's back on the second level back there that that's gonna have a. Hopefully, we can get a oh 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 uh loose cannon Aubrey Miller on the show. I know he 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 gonna try to have a word in that. I know uh, you got Travis Hunter over there gonna probably try to have a word. Old Nugget Warren, uh, Cam. Yeah. You know, we got a whole slew of of uh, we got a rock star uh, defensive uh, core, man. That any one of you guys could get it, but I, you know, from a fan and an alum standpoint, as long as somebody get it from Jackson State, I'm satisfied. But since you over on here and you want it and you claimed it, speak it, walk in it, go get it, and it's all yours, man. So you know, I, 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 my next question was going to be if you had some personal goals, but I think you just kind of showed us and told us exactly what that what that is for you. But before we get out of here. We always, you know, we want our listeners to try to get to know you a little better. So I'm gonna ask you a few rapid fire questions. Ain't got ain't nothing, nothing to do with football. Just trying to get your personality. First one up, man. Best rapper ever. Give me your best rapper, man. Who you got? My best rapper, Big Ava. Nobody, I don't care. Nobody say Big Ava. Wow. Okay. I ain't. I ain't. <laughs> I not see that one coming. <laughs> goat in the Normally goat cover. Normally, folks say the baby ain't ain't gonna knock the baby. He he really hard, but. Me personally, my playlist, that's one of my playlists based off of Big Ava. Okay. Well, you heard it. You heard it from Devontae himself. That's who he got as the as, as the top rapper in the game. All right, let's say uh, the GOAT conversation. LeBron or MJ? MJ. Most definitely. Ain't no, ain't no wrong answer, man. Now, now, here's the interesting thing about that question. MJ is the reason I started playing basketball, but LeBron is my favorite player of all time. So I look at him as 1A, 1B, and I always get trolled about LeBron. Now, I love LeBron, but I'm, I also love MJ. So I don't compare them, but I always got to ask that question. Yeah, I don't compare him either, but I feel like what MJ did, both of them doing great things. Yeah. Both of them doing great things. So – what MJ did and what LeBron doing now is just you can't you can't discompare them. Like it's a good comparison with both of them. Look like you froze up on. That's screen Looked like he froze up a little bit, so we're going to wait for him to rejoin the show. We're getting right towards the end of it, and we'll finish out our last few rapid-fire questions, and then we'll close it out. Anytime you're dealing with technology, man, you always got to make sure your connections are strong. He might, it looks like he's in the dorm, so uh, we know how them school Wi-Fi's can be. But it's all good. We're going to hang tight, and we're going to let him join back in, and we'll finish up. Stay tuned.
You back? Yeah. All right, let me go ahead. All right, let's, go ahead, ahead. let's go ahead and finish. All right, you can go All ahead. Right, I think we're talking, talking about, uh, talk about uh, the comparison of uh, MJ. And, yeah, 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 yeah. We, yeah, you can't, you can't too much compare those because they both doing great things and they both done did great things. So I don't think you can compare those. All good, man. All good, so, man. So, so what we'll do so is what we'll, we'll do go is ahead and we'll close, close it out. Um, um again again we appreciate you appreciate for joining, you us, for joining us Devontae. Before we close, Before we close it out, go, it out and, go ahead and, and give our listeners give our listeners your, uh, social, uh, media, social so they media so they can follow you. On my Instagram is Devontae D97, my Twitter, Devontae Davis 8. And you can find me on Facebook and all that at Devontae Davis. All my social media is about the same. Good deal, man. Good deal, man. Well listen, well, I listen, appreciate, I appreciate you for jumping. For jumping on the show, jumping coming on the show, in coming in, and giving us a little, bit, us of a little bit of your time. Man, all Man, the best, all to, you the best to you this season. I'm going to be rooting, for, be you, rooting for you, brother. Appreciate Take it. Care. Appreciate Take it. care. You too. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.